Welcome to another week for our Heart for Scripture. And this week we're going to begin to read through the book of Ephesians. And this book really can be broken down into two parts. The first part, what we're going to read this week, chapters 1 through 3, uh, just reminds us of our salvation, the hope that we have in Christ, what we've been saved from. And then the second half of the book, chapters 4 through 6, really deals with what does that look like now? What does it look like to be Christians? What does it look like to live in unity, uh, to be a husband? What does it mean to be a wife, a parent? But this week, uh, we're going to read chapters 1 through 3, and there's a couple things that I want to draw attention to um, in, in these first couple chapters. So first, we have a great hope because of Christ. Before the foundation of the world, God chose us that we would be holy and blameless before him. Before time began, we were predestined for adoption. And Paul says that, that we weren't chosen begrudgingly, but God did it in love according to the purpose of his will. Because we are holy and blameless in Christ and we ad are adopted in the family of God, we have an inheritance that cannot be taken away. The Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance, uh, has been given to us. And one day, in the words of Paul, we're going to acquire possession of it to the praise of Christ's glory. That's why Paul says in, in chapter 2, verse 16, he says, I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you. There is great hope for us in Christ. Second thing I want to draw your attention to is that it's because of the grace and the power of God that we're saved at all. And just think about how scary it would be if our eternal destination was dependent upon our works. But the good news for us this week is that our future hope is based only on the work of God. The same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is the same power that made us alive in Christ. We were spiritually dead, unable to obey God. We were, in, in the words of Paul in chapter 2, verse 3, living in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. And chapter 2, verse 8, gives us one of the sweetest phrases in all the Bible. That was our state. We were dead, unable to obey God, but God, being rich in mercy, saved us. He chose us before the foundation of the world to be adopted into his family. And because of that, he did not leave us in our sin. He didn't leave us in our lifeless state, but he made us alive in Christ. And this grace that God gives us, it's, it's a free gift. There are no strings attached. We can't do anything to add to or take away from the grace that we've been shown in Christ. Though we formerly had no hope and we were without God in the world, we've been brought near by the blood of Christ. So let's let God's word remind us of our salvation, of the gospel. We're a people who, who have so much hope in Christ, whose eternity is going to be full of joy because of the grace that we've been shown. Let's respond with the psalmist in our reading of Psalm 57, when he says, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the peoples, 
I will sing praises to you among the nations, for your steadfast love is great to the heavens, your faithfulness to the clouds.